0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, men and women. Wait a minute, children of all ages. <laughs> Episode twenty-five. Yeah. Here it is. The um, first uh, regular season. It's it's done. I mean, I May guess it was. In peace. It was already done for APAC, but now it's like now it's really done for Who real. Who
1: watches it- APAC? I'm just going It
0: I'm makes not. it difficult sometimes. I'll be honest. <laughs> They don't make it easy to watch APAC, but, nope. you know, you do your best. <laughs> um, APAC happened. They finished. Yeah. NA finished. Although this last week of NA Games was interesting. APAC just had the play-in tournament. In fact, let's actually just jump right in and ta- and start with the APAC play-in. So, we... I mean, I feel like everybody, for the most part, came into the... The Apec plans going okay. This should be charges like tournament. You know, this should be theirs to take, right? That was kind of like the the general consensus for most people was like they should take this tournament, and then they went to five. They they went to five against Chengdu and lost. I feel like that is a little bit like okay, you know, Chengdu sometimes wakes up. It's not you're not like super upset about that, and then Chengdu goes and just gets rolled smashed uh spark the team that was up to that point two and 12 in their last 14 matches uh
1: they uh chose a time to to
0: remember that shy is a god on remember you.
1: how to play the game
0: <laughs> they remembered that if you just put shy and sojourn he will single-handedly win you games
1: okay i have a theory i have a theory the reason they were losing all of their matches okay is they were like so sure they were going to win the play-ins mm-hmm. that they were like oh we can just like lose all of our games and then in the meantime we can start practicing with uh kiriko and so they actually are going to be cracked going into playoffs because they've been spending the whole tournament they, They've been, ever since
0: kiriko came out they've been Carina. they've been grinding the, on the kiriko grind
1: yeah that that that's my theory. There it
0: is. I think that it, and we found and then it. the
1: last week they were like, oh yeah, we have a game. We should probably prep to win it. And then they prepped on the patch that they funny. had been ignoring for the whole tournament, and they won. So they're actually like ten times better than anyone else. I they just haven't been.
0: I just hope that yet. the spark don't just flame out. I really hope that they didn't just come and like take down the hunters who took down the charge, only to just flame out.
1: Yeah, and I mean honestly, with any of these APAC teams, it could go either way. Like any given day, so like it'll be interesting to see if they turn up for for playoffs. But
0: I I sure hope so.
1: I wouldn't have my hopes up, though.
0: I wouldn't. (laughs) Really, I wouldn't have
1: my hopes up about any of the APAC teams. I don't know. It's just soul.
0: Soul is okay as long as they don't like do silly stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll see how they look when facing
0: in 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 front of a live crowd in front of North America.
1: Yeah, and a lot of it will come down to how the patch ends up going. Mm -hmm. But
0: fair enough, fair enough. Interesting. So Apex playoff stage is finalized. So the Dynasty, the Dragons, the Fusion, and now the Spark have joined them. So those are our four Asian representatives coming over to Anaheim to play against North America in what is that three weeks? Two
1: weeks welcome to America yeah when they Come they eventually but
0: then North America as we've stated has finished their regular season uh the matches this week for the most part there was only the only games that had any bearing on really anything were was Spitfire's first game because they won so that one you know that one technically mattered but it wasn't you, nobody really expected it to go the other way realistically. And then it's like Mayhem and Defiance games because those two could flop places, which ended up happening. Mayhem actually ended up taking Toronto's spot in guaranteed playoffs. When we look at the regular yep. season standings, uh, it hasn't been updated yet to show Spitfire clinching their spot. And actually, Spitfire I believe is above Rain. Yeah, Spitfire is above Rain, so the the league standings on the site are backwards on that one. So Spitfire is the five seed and Rain has the six because Spitfire have one more win even though they're 10 points. But then, yeah, Mayhem jumped oh, yeah. Defiant because Mayhem took Defiant down pretty convincingly. But Defiant was also facing, like, COVID stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is kind of an unfortunate time to be dealing with that. But...
0: Yeah, but, I mean, because Spitfire beat New York, Toronto really didn't have any hope of... They couldn't, they, like, logically could not make it into top six. So it's like getting yeah. down, down to the eighth seed. It's like, okay, whatever. you know yeah it is what it is are we at all surprised by the top six
1: no and this was something that um i was gonna bring up it's like the top six i feel like are you know definitely more consistent and have been throughout the season than the other teams beneath them Mm -hmm. um the question i was gonna pose to you this week you know i I was kind of thinking about it at what point on this list of teams would you say any team below this point has like no chance of winning the tournament
0: i'm gonna be honest any team under gladiators
1: (laughs) i was gonna say any team under outlaws because i
0: see the thing i would i want to say outlaws like i really do but the outlaws have not shown that they can perform in playoff situations or in any tournament situations.
1: Yeah. No, granted they could. Like, it they wouldn't could. be weird. Yeah, that the thing is is like if they beat the fuel, I'd be like, okay, that's reasonable. Like they could beat the fuel. They could beat Shock. They could Yeah, beat I the think I think at they that they could that, be all three in one tournament and I it wouldn't be that, like At
0: that point then you probably could absurd. say Beneath Rain because I mean Rain has gone on runs on in in the two tournaments they were in went on runs towards the end. So playoff That's rain true. could. So you might you might even say that anyone under rain, but by that but logic like Spitfire is above rain. So <laughs> technically that means we're saying Spitfire has a chance to win it and
1: But I don't think they do. I, and, it's like I think Houston is I you draw rain, so I
0: think you draw the line be... on Houston. Like not yeah. under Houston, it literally bisects the Outlaws in half. Yeah. Yeah. If you I, are I the Outlaws, you might be able to win, but if you're the Outlaws or below, you might probably don't <laughs> Yeah. So I would I say would... the three the top three, Fuel Shock and Gladiators are the favorites out of NA, one of those three will win it, and then Outlaws have an outside chance potentially. But anyone below anyone that is the Outlaws or below, probably unlikely. Yeah. So but I mean these top this top six, other than Spitfire being in top six when if you went like to the beginning of the season, but after how the season is gone, we're not at all surprised Spitfire and
1: there. This might be a hot take of sorts. But I think the only teammate out of APAC that I wouldn't be surprised if they won is Seoul.
0: Is Seoul? Uh, yeah, I'm the yeah. same way. I don't like, see. Dragons have been really inconsistent. Like, yeah, they won Summer Showdown, but then they like had weird performances in some of the other ones. Spark and Philly are a mess, and yeah. you don't know what's gonna happen with them. So North America it's really a fuel shot Gladiator. soul. I feel like it's a four team race and then Outlaws and Rain if they pop off might be able to do something.
1: And Spitfire if for some reason it's a Rhine meta and dude, uh, if it
0: becomes a Rhine meta, Spitfire <laughs> Spitfire are looking good. Spitfire are going to look juicy, ready to go. I I think that could be a really funny uh
1: because it, it's not unrealistic because I feel like Rhine can work with Kiriko because Kiriko ult plus Rein mm-hmm. is just like I don't know. Maybe it's not as good as I think it is, but it's just so much fun.
0: Yeah, I don't know. This is and it'll
1: be interesting. Spitfire
0: played it their entire game time against Shock, and like honestly, realistically, it went to five because Shock just insisted on not trying to play something to counter the Reinhardt. Yeah, insisted on not trying to counter Rein. And I mean, granted, like neither team was probably prepping for that match realistically, because it, it has been said that all of the teams that had already clinched their spot were just practicing the Kiriko yeah. stuff, which like. Although,
1: can we just say that that game is the was playbook. the best?
0: That was the match. Like, that was the match of the week, easily. Yeah, no,
1: this. Yeah, that that match. It has. It, I mean, it felt like a show match. It was a show match. Anything. Yeah, it, it was just, and, and part of that is is both teams are just you know fun teams and stuff and to see them go out and just kind of go crazy in some ways like yeah it was a killer match
0: it was fun but i mean for the most part the matches this week there was all like yeah this match doesn't matter uh boston's playing paris you but uh, and even yeah. like in the outlaws matches i was like i know the outlaws aren't screaming this so i'm not like really paying attention to this match so exactly. it's like mo- literally shock spitfire was the only exciting match this week
1: <laughs> yeah but regular season and then is very spitfire finished. locking in that win against New York. New York match wasn't big, but like honestly, like I i was busy when it was going on. I went back and watched it later. But when it was live, I like pulled out my phone and I was like, two nothing Spitfire. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a win. <laughs> yeah.
0: This week was was not all that surprising for North America. So regular season is over. Our top ten teams are set, the four teams in the play-ins, which we will discuss later. Are in, and then we have our bottom teams, uh, New York, Vancouver, Paris. Yeah, they're quite a ways behind everyone else. Paris has one win. That's unfortunate. And they
1: are, their season's over. And so, to those teams, you put up a good try. Um, did bye. they, though? I
0: don't really, I wouldn't say Paris put up a good, at least New York and Titans had some, like, okay wins in there. Paris did Nothing. They won a game, one single game, and even cha- overhauled the roster midway through. So it's like, yikes! Um, but enough about the regular season standing. So, with the regular season being over, and from what I believe, I think MVP voting has been finalized. I think John, I think, I, I think Miller's. I think Sean Miller said something about that. That. MVP voting was finished and it'll be announced during playoffs. So we wanted to take some time at the end of the regular season and give our votes for MVP rookie of the year, coach of the year. So the way we're gonna do this is we're we're gonna give each each of us is gonna give who we chose to win the award, and then we're gonna give our honorable mention or basically our runner up, our second place, and then we're gonna give like a shout out. Somebody who isn't gonna win the award at all, or maybe even wasn't even nominated in the case of MVP, but someone who we think deserves to be in the conversation at least slightly so we'll start with mvp obviously so who who do you have as your mvp
1: my most valuable player of the year okay i want to preface this by saying i was telling you this right before we started recording but for the last couple of years ever since there was the split of the regions each year there's been the MVP and the Rookie of the Year have been from different regions, and mm-hmm. so taking that into account
0: <laughs> The script: writing.
1: I, I, I think the MVP, uh, most likely, I've got to go with profit.: Really?: Yeah I went with Smurf, so I stayed on the same team. Yeah, and I think it's got to be, like I, I would say one of those two. Is more likely. Oh, Prophet has the same birthday as me. That's cool. <laughs> I I think <laughs> like Profit is. I, I feel like it's more likely
0: to be Smurf.
1: Yeah, and and I would agree that Smurf is really good. But the reason why I didn't is I didn't want. I feel like Rookie of the Year. Uh, my first pick is a tank. Oh, so okay, okay, okay. You wanted to split bit. it up. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but. My my second still isn't going to be profit, but my th- I mean isn't going to be Smurf, but my third would be Smurf. So
0: you're, who is your who's your your honorable mention? Your second place for MVP then.
1: Second place is Hanbin.
0: You have Hanbin there, that makes sense.
1: I have Hanbin there. My because my... I think Hanbin was he kind of filled the same role that Smurf filled, but he was not. NA. Yeah,
0: my <laughs> my second place is proper. I feel like he, I genuine I I. I'm not going to say I hope he doesn't win, but it's like it would be nice to not see him win considering that it was basically peddled from day one. I mean, we were also sort of at fault for that. Well, but I feel like it's been peddled for so long, and it's like Smurf, Hanbin, and Prophet have been doing a lot this latter half of the season that I feel like they've been able to solidify themselves as better picks than Proper, but...
1: Yeah. Well, and Proper, proper is insane. He is. At the game. But is he as flexible as some of these other players? Mm. I don't... I, uh, like, I mean, he, he was... hasn't ever been a detriment to his team, but he's only played a few characters.
0: I mean, he played Bastion and Widow this week.
1: Yeah, but this week didn't count. This week was a joke.
0: <sighs> yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I, I feel like if you took Smurf or Hanman off of the Fjord or off the Dynasty... Uh, those teams... Well, Soul wouldn't have a tank, and we see what (laughs) Fuel was like without Hanbin in these off-tank metas, where if you took Proper off the Shock, the Shock would still be, like, a middle-of-the-pack team.
1: At least. Depending on the meta, I would say they would still be a top team. Uh, Especially, like, if you took uh, Proper out and put in another, like... Like...
0: If you took proper uh, out and put sure, sure. like, so, yeah. like,
1: like I don't know, like Kevster or something like. Well that. Like, Okay, well
0: you don't go one okay, MVP candidate to another.
1: Okay. Let's go. Uh, uh, if, like, you, s- if you backbone, I'm just well kidding. if you put like
0: Nero on the shock back on the shock instead of yeah proper. like
1: I feel like they would still be a top team.
0: Yeah, I, I think Hanbin, Smurf, and Prof. I mean. That's why it's like, if you took Profit off of the Dynasty, I think they're still fine. Because like Stalker was coming in to play Genji, and he was the one that was playing Sojourn. Whereas if you took Smurf off of the Dynasty, that team doesn't even have a tank for crying out loud. So that's why Smurf is is my pick, but I also understand the Profit pick. But then I have Proper in second. Who's your your shout-out, though? Someone who definitely wasn't going to win, but you feel like deserves a...
1: well, I think there's only one choice that can go.
0: No, here.
1: I think, how did he even get? I don't the, under.
0: I don't know. But, but
1: Hottie. I don't know. Um, Hottie. I, I put Hottie there just because, I mean, he, he got nominated. I could I genuinely could not, genuinely could not, not
0: tell thing. you how Hottie got an MVP nomination,
1: but you know, he, he, you know, he's a great uh, player, shout but out, shout out to him. Shout out on the nomination he has peaked i'm just kidding but uh, i yeah my
0: my my shout out is dante somebody who should have had an mvp nomination (laughs) especially over like kai like i don't understand how kai and hottie got mvp nominations but like dante didn't
1: okay the only reason kai got mvp nomination is because people needed to fill 10 spots (laughs) well i mean that no but his performance on uh sojourn was kind of cracked.
0: Because I feel like if MVP nominations hadn't happened till the end of this stage, I think Dante would have gotten one after literally coming in. Because before it was like, oh, he only plays Doomfist, Zarya. You come into this stage, yeah. he beats the Shock playing Diva, and then beats the Fuel playing Zarya. You're like, what the heck? What other DPS yeah. player can do that?
1: Yeah, I, I, and I mean, this year he really proved himself as like the most pre- flexible person in the Overwatch League. Like the only other person this year that. I mean I, I this year probably
0: I'm trying to think like except
1: maybe profit because profit was playing profit played roles. brig
0: that's it because Count.
1: He, counts.
0: He, yeah, but he played mm, yeah but dante was a dps player who has now also played doomfish junker queen zarya diva
1: that being said all he's played this year is tank well yeah so, but it's like
0: before this year but, he never played really any tank
1: yeah so I not know, like, he's really impressive. I'm,
0: uh... Like, somehow, yeah. the outlaws keep getting away with it. Like, it's like, the last two stages have been, all. Oh, let's put Doge in week one. They, get, they lose, and they go, okay, just kidding. Dante, you're in, and then they just become good again. So, it's yeah. like, I genuinely think that if for some reason we go into, like, a Reinhardt meta, they're just gonna put Dante on Reinhardt. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling it. If it's a main tank meta, Dante's playing Reinhardt and Winston. I'm ready to see it. And then we're going to have a Spitfire Outlaws matchup. It's going to be Hottie versus Dante. And it's just going to be a clown fest. <laughs> but moving on to Rookie of the Year. um, I give it to Proper. I, I don't think that there's any other rookie that you could give it to other than Proper. Realistically. I disagree. Who do you... Wait, really?
1: <laughs> and the reason why I feel like Proper carried early when teams were still figuring out overwatch Two. um i think as teams have figured out overwatch 2 it's been harder for individual players to you know straight up deadlift and it's also shown what teams kind of have different kind of leadership and stuff like that and so i think with as good as proper is i i feel like these awards and maybe it's recency bias and stuff like that but and and also, it's like, I, I refuse to put down proper just because <laughs> I feel like everyone else is. Okay, fair enough, um, fair enough. But I feel like there's a good argument to be made for um a couple other players, uh, one of which is Reiner. So
0: you're, you have Reiner as your rookie of the year. I have Reiner.
1: Like, Reiner... It's it's kind of interesting because I regularly forget that he's even a rookie because he's, he's yeah. I mean, he's an OG of the sport, let's be real. Like, he, he's been around forever. And contenders, yeah. But, but I, I feel like, you know, he he was another one that coming into the season had a lot of hype behind him, and he totally lived up to it. I, I think, you know, obviously his role has been a little less flashy as, like, proper and stuff. Mm-hmm. But but I feel like Reiner has really put up solid performances, and uh, I I think there's a good argument for yeah. I mean him.
0: I have Reiner as my honorable mention. The reason that I didn't give him the award is just because of Summer Showdown. That entire stage, that t- as soon as they put space yeah. in on the Junker Queen, they looked better. And it's like if you're gonna be like the, the, the anchor tank for a team and you're not able to play most of like. Because now he's the one that's been playing Zarya instead of space. It's been a little weird. But I feel yeah. like the Summer Showdown stage specifically is what bumped him down. Because Proper hasn't ever had that. Had three, there hasn't ever three been four meta, weeks in a row where Proper hasn't been able to do what he normally does.
1: But there hasn't been a single meta where it's like, as a DPS player, you have to play this brand new character that, like you you can only play this character because this is the only still thing
0: i happen. it's like I, I i couldn't give it to him because of that because yeah, his and that, team, that's a valid the argument. team the team directly looked worse because he was having to play junker queen i mean yeah there was other things as well funny you know they weren't able to play shoe but i just feel like the summer showdown stage knocked reiner off of the top spot and i feel like it still goes to proper but i have him in second place who do you have yeah. as your your runner up for
1: My second place once again I am avoiding proper proper cuz uh I think that's a proper thing. Also, my second choice for uh MVP was uh an NA, so I figure my second choice for rookie of the year should be someone that's an APAC. Uh I went with MN3. Wait, who is your, your runner up? Oh yeah, it was Hom. You went with
0: MN3. I, home,
1: I went with MN3, and the reason why Yeah. Is when his team played him, they won. When, when his team, team didn't play him, play him they, they lost. lost. I think the fact that the team looked so different with him in versus him out shows like correlation um, equals misleading. causation He's in this bad. case. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, I mean there might be other things at play, but I, I think, you know, that is the most clear-cut case this whole season where, you know, every week when we talked about his team, we were like,
0: "Why is if Carpe they play playing over they'll M3? win.
1: Why is Carpe playing? Yeah, and so I, I think that alone makes him like
0: no I yeah I,
1: yeah I I think has a solid argument, and I think if an MVP is someone from NA, then I think MN3 gets it.
0: Wow, I I think MN3 Damn. is more of a long shot because I have Reiner as my second place, but you have MN3 in there because you you're you on principle are not voting for Proper.
1: Yep. Because <laughs> if
0: if Proper is in the voting, then MN three is at best third behind MN well, between, behind Reiner and Proper. I think.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll see. So yeah,
0: my Reiner is my is my runner up. Who's your shout out? Who's your who's your long shot?
1: Well, I mean, we're keeping the theme here, and I think like I and and this is kind of goofy and stuff. Okay. But I think Landon.
0: Oh, that's really that's big, the long very shot. long... He's not even the best Lucio player... look Rookie Lucio player in the league.
1: But... I think... <laughs> when it comes down to it... <laughs> like... Okay, London Spitfire came into this season. Everyone thought, these guys are going to suck. It's a bunch of rookies. You, you know... You, but no, you have... it wasn't
0: that it was a bunch of rookies. It was that it no, was largely the I same thinking... team as before.
1: And they just suck, right? But... They ended up killing it. And, and I think a lot of their team strength came through keeping Hottie alive. And I think a lot of that came through awesome support play. And every time it cut to their supports, they were killing it. And I, I think they weren't flashy.
0: Yeah, Landon wouldn't even be the best support rookie support that I would say is in the league. Because you literally have Churong sitting on the Defiant.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he's not as flashy as Churong. But I feel like he had a bigger impact to the game than pretty much any support out there i in, in, i
0: don't know about in, that in, one in,
1: in, okay okay maybe not quite, i was but, like
0: Rained in buddy
1: <laughs> but he he put up a really solid performance and and i i think you know with this being the shout out you know i i i think it's just good to point out yeah, yeah. a player that normally wouldn't What's get the credit because
0: surprising whoever, to me though is that you didn't say sparker
1: yeah I thought about it because I
0: think that arguably sparker's like the best player on his team
1: yeah, and that that's a good point but
0: <laughs> but counterpoint
1: <laughs> counterpoint
0: Landon. Landon.
1: and is sparker even yeah sparker's uh, a rookie, I was pretty sure he wasn't on my list of rookies
0: i was I was pretty sure he was a, that he was a rookie he was picked up this year, wasn't he? or am He's I way up. off Parker the goop
1: Liqu- Wikipedia Liqu- he was Oh, man, he looked so small when he was on British Hurricane.
0: Yeah, I was like, I was pretty sure he was picked off British Um, Hurricane for this year. Or was he on the team last year? I didn't think he was on the team last year. He was
1: on. Yeah, I was. 2021 regular season Spitfire. Oh, he was
0: on the team last year? Then I'm just crazy. But I mean, who was watching Spitfire last year? Let's be honest. That'd be why I forgot. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: So I think he was on the team, but I think he was benched or something. Like, I, I don't think he saw much play time.
0: Fair enough. My shout out is Merritt. Uh, I think the Outlaws hit a home run with that one. Yeah. I mean, when you sign, because I mean, coming into the league, coming into the season, people are like, oh, Merritt's not as good as Kilo. Kilo's better. I think especially Avril was like really dunking on Merritt. He's like, Merritt's just like a worse version of Kilo. He doesn't hit the same highs. End of the season, I'd say Merritt's been the better player than Kilo has been. Merritt's been super solid. I mean Merritt during when Sojourn was when Sojourn's been big, Merritt has statistically been a top five Sojourn the entire time. He is a nutcase. I mean if you put Merritt on the shock instead of Kilo, holy crap. Not that Kilo's bad, but Merritt has been consistently performing. He hasn't had any like maybe it's like a down game, but when he has a down game, it's usually like the whole team at a down game. But most of the time he's like, he's always there. He's hitting some crazy shots. Has the only triple collat uh, railgun so far. So there's also that. So Merritt is my shout out. I, I love, I hope the Outlaws hold on to him for next season. I don't imagine they wouldn't, but.
1: Yeah, unless he gets a better offer with a real team like the London Spitfire.
0: I highly doubt the Spitfire <laughs> will care to pick up Korean players. <laughs> uh. That is true. Anyways, moving on to the next one, coach of the year. I feel like we're probably in agreement here, right? Probably. I uh, Christopher Christopher deserves all of the praise yeah. that can be given. I mean, he literally took a one-win team and turned them into a top 6 guaranteed playoffs team. Yeah. Like and,
1: <sighs> Yeah, it's it's like I've heard a lot of different arguments and stuff like that, but like everyone that has talked about coach of the year this year He's like always the person that people are like. Of course, Christopher is in the room. Like, I I think the f- fact that like it's hard to see what the coach's impact on things are mm-hmm. most of the time because like, like yeah, it's just really hard to tell if it's just if it's good coaching or good players. But in a, a case where we have seen the players and they weren't very good, and then going into the season they were predicted so low to make it to the playoffs at all and then not just that but to be able to skip play-ins make it as far as they did make it into you know all but one of the tournaments right like yeah they had an insane season yeah and considered. Christopher and
0: deserves all so much credit for that
1: yeah yeah
0: but who is who's your who's your runner up though who's your second who's your second coach of the year candidate
1: um I mean, it, it's this is where it gets tricky because, like, it is a
0: bit of t- time now. It's a bit interesting because it's like, yeah, I feel like after you get through Christopher, you run into a thing where it's like, well, all the good coaches just have good teams, where it's like, yeah, yeah they're in first time. That
1: being said, like, a lot of having a good team comes down to coaching that leads into getting the right players on your team. Like, part of coaching that's true, is yeah, getting yeah, right players on your team, and so you know it's, it's an interesting one, you know, like it, who, who do you have? Cause I have Toby
0: because I think that last year, the soul dynasty were, eh, I mean, yeah, they made it to the grand finals the year before, but last year they, yeah. they weren't doing what they're supposed to. Toby comes in, they lose Marvel and what was it? Michelle. I think it was, I don't remember. And they bring in Smurf as a solo tank. They keep proper. They sign stalker. They have Vindame creative and they're far and above the number one team in APAC yeah I think Toby did a lot of a lot of good things with this dynasty team I mean yeah sure dynasty had moments during the season where you're like really dynasty come on what are you doing but overall the team has been pretty solid because it's not like it was a super team before because it was like last year was like fits and profit you know fits and profit and you're like and everyone else yeah And it's like they were going to have Jonak coming in and then Jonak retired or stepped away and it's like you have one tank. You're like, how is this going to work? I feel like they made it work.
1: Yeah, I think second place comes down to two people in my mind. One is him. The other one that keeps coming to my mind is Krusty. And it's similar reasons. Um, The big thing here is how many players on this team are rookies this year?
0: Uh, All of them. All of them. But but Violet
1: except pilot all <laughs> of them right they had their like star tank player the face of overwatch quit like a week before the league yeah, started like league i started. feel like we kind of forget that but coming into the the beginning of the season they weren't favored to be number one no like a- and then they come and they go like three quarters of the season undefeated without a single regular season loss i i think that is crazy especially because like this team is completely new team compared to what they had last year they had to make changes Mm -hmm. you know on you know on a dime and and it's been really cool to see and i think we take for granted like oh proper's like completely broken and you know it's like oh collusion mikey are both really strong tank players and and it's like this team was like stitched from scratch this year like like these players are yeah unusual. even the, and, and, and
0: even though violet's a veteran he's literally playing lucio
1: yeah <laughs> and so i think this like i i think the coaching staff that the shock has is just like i have a ton of respect for them to like year after year regardless of changes regardless of you know, super mm-hmm. quitting a week before the league. I don't think it was a
0: week. It was like a month. No, or it was so. like
1: it, it was like two weeks. I think he left three twenty seven. When did the That's league the end start? of
0: March, and the league started about mid and April. So it was about a month. Yeah, three, so it four was weeks. about a month.
1: So, um, but either way, like with that happening, like yeah, it, it's it's just it's really crazy, especially because if you consider Kaluge was still playing college, um. I mean, it, he, when he was, he was signed, a lot of us were right?
0: like this is like a band-aid fix. Is this going to work as Can Coluge solo tank? Yeah, and, and so he, he
1: won he won his last collegiate tournament and then ten. yeah, so and then immediately like, started the that league. That was like 2 weeks before the league started or less than 2 weeks before the league started. He was still playing with his yeah. college. Team. And and then to come over midseason, Mikey, you know, did a great job as well. And, and so I think a lot of this comes down to the coaching
0: um yeah i think shang did a did a really good job so toby Krusty, who's your shout out though you're like
1: shout out and this is where it gets a little like i, really, I feel like really, to
0: me it's dumb. a little it's pretty uh, to me i had a pretty clear one but i feel Who, like
1: okay you go ahead my yours,
0: I'm m- still split. my shout out is gumba with the florida mayhem because the florida mayhem last year sucked i mean they weren't like you know Vancouver Titans London Spitfire suck but I mean they it, it was not working the team was a mess it they made the, like may melee and then they just fell apart this year they come in the only player they they keep from last season is Checkmate who didn't even play last season so it doesn't even matter and they get a solo hyperflex tank in someone they get a good backline in in Onomo Sir Majed and they have RuPaul as well and then Hydron is a a freak when he when he's on it, I've, and to get to seventh place, I mean, yeah, it's not guaranteed playoffs, but from like the players that we had, because we did not rate Florida very highly at the beginning of the season, but Gumba and McGravy have been able to make this team a good, a decent middle of the pack team, and I mean, we saw them during Summer Showdown make the run that they did, so I think Gumba is is, is my shout out for a coach yeah
1: Gumba was definitely one that I was thinking of doing, but this uh, this last one, like i um there's no chance he wins it but i think once again i would just like to shed some like spotlight on i i think i have a lot of respect for d like
0: for the titans yeah
1: yeah just because you know the whole situation around him coming in and stuff like that like it it, it was kind of rough and the team did look better oh wait afterwards. i mean they made
0: it like, to a tournament <laughs>
1: yeah and and so i i think that's worth pointing out the fact that he you know took over as head coach Mm mid-season yeah it's 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 crazy and and the fact that he was able to make anything out of it i don't know how much of that is him coming in being you know a positive influence versus potentially you know
0: whatever was happening before yeah or
1: whatever like who knows but i i have a ton of respect for for him and i think um yeah, it's worth pointing out, worth shouting out.
0: Yeah, it's I can I can get on board with that shout out. Some other ones that I was considering was face for the gladiators. Yeah. Uh the reason I, I didn't mean, give it to him though is cuz that's literally like a super team and it's all like when you've got that much talent on your roster, I feel like it loses you doesn't credibilitys not the right word, but I feel like it loses you traction in like coach of the year candidacy yeah. if
1: but he built the team to what it was
0: it already largely existed though
1: because they true. already <laughs>
0: had they already had kevster they already had space they had shoe uh, they had shoe and they had skewed and then they just yeah. swapped moth for funny astro and they scouted reiner and i guess they scouted Potapon, but then they signed happy i feel like they already had like the core of a really good team where yeah. like crusty literally built a a team from a box of scrap no 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 Gumba built a team with a box of, in a cave with a, bunch of, with a bunch of scraps. And Christopher turned around a one-win team into a 14-win team. I feel yeah. like Face was working a with more. A
1: 14-win team that's going to win the finals.
0: And, no, they fall below half of the Houston Outlaws. Remember, that's not even viable. As, no, as, as we it's determined.
1: Not, it's not practical, but it could happen. Could in, happen. in
0: one universe?
1: <laughs> I'm just yeah.
0: so those are those are our shout outs for for mvp coach of the year rookie of the year um then there's like the dennis avalka award who would you the like the good influence the uplifting community who do you which player do you think would get that
1: man that one's hard to see because so much of that is kind of behind the scenes type stuff definitely not um, reiner definitely not right i'm just kidding definitely not anyone on atlanta
0: oh no i i feel like you you could make an argument i if i were to give it to somebody i feel like i I would give it to someone because that guy is so fun he's got so much energy and anytime you see him happy it just makes you happy i feel like some candidates would be like someone i feel like you make an argument for punk or like Even Hottie, I, I would put Hottie yeah, in I the conversation for it as well.
1: Or backbone potentially, like either, I'd say more so Hottie. Probably Hottie, but
0: I think someone hottie. in my mind, somebody, uh, someone, someone is at like the head is at the forefront of that list, just because I he he is all he always just looks happy all of the time, permanently, and I feel like that's been a good influence on on the upper on the mayhem. So yeah, moving on, power rankings.
1: Woo-hoo!
0: Uh, the end of the regular season power rankings, so things can move. Let's start with APAC, just because there won't be a lot of movement. So uh, Charge just physically just, can't be second. Yeah, they literally have to go. They have to drop below Hunters now.
1: Yeah, and I think we should separate those that made it and those that didn't.
0: Yeah, I, I put a tier break under Fusion, and then I would put Spark at the top of that second tier break. But realistically, though, I feel like Fusion could make that tier break non-existent. So, do we still think there's a tier... Do we put a tier break back between Dynasty and Dragons, though? Even though we don't know what the meta is, it's like historically... I think
1: going in blind, I would put these teams on pretty similar okay. footing. Do we I, think like, Fusion
0: deserve to be in the same tier with them, though?
1: I wouldn't be opposed to moving them down with the Spark.
0: Putting them back down with the Spark. Okay. So, we have Dynasty, Dragons, Tier Break, Fusion, Spark... Oh, wait, but then we need to put a tier break between Spark, Hunters. So then we have Dynasty Dragons in their own tier break, Fusion Spark in their own break, and then Hunters Charge, Valiant. I almost feel like yeah. you put a tier break between Charge and Valiant, too. There you go. But we at have, this point, it doesn't matter because they're all yeah. out. <laughs> four, we have four tiers in, in, in APAC. Dynasty Dragons, Fusion Spark, yeah. Hunter's Charge, Valiant on their lonesome. Nice, APAC. Now proceed to mess this power rankings up in two weeks and make it a mess. All right, NA. All right. Outlaws. All right. I'll move them down to fourth. Uh, <laughs> so, in North America, it's hard this week because it was like kind of weird. I feel like you can move. We can put Spitfire above Justice. I think. Yes.
1: Yeah. Spitfire
0: definitely. above Justice. I think that's like, and then Mayhem goes above Defiant after how they performed this week, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mayhem proved that. And I
0: honestly there. don't think Boston deserved to be in the same tier with those other four teams with Spitfire, Justice, Mayhem, Defiant. I think Boston needs.
1: But they did make it to.
0: Yeah, but I think that.
1: So I don't.
0: I think, think Boston deserve... should be in their own tier. Okay. Above, because they're not the same as New York. New York sucks, but no, they're better New than York Titans probably. and Eternal. But Boston, yeah. I feel like, is just in this weird gray area where it's like, yeah, you made it, but like. Uh, <laughs> so fuel gladiators shock outlaws is that good, or would you think outlaws above shock? It's like it's, it's un we don't know what the meta is going to be, and I feel we like, don't
1: know what the meta is going to be. I, I would prefer keeping shock above them, yeah,
0: yeah okay. Do we you think
1: because we were even talking, you know, when we were looking, the at line the screen, is on the outlaws, the line is on the outlaws. So,
0: do rain deserve should we have rain in this top tier, should we move them in the lower no, tier I, above I, Spitfire?
1: I I think they go lower tier above Spitfire. All right. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, they, they could pop off. Who knows?
0: They could, yeah. So then, NA, we have Fuel, Gladiator, Shock, Outlaws, Tear Break, Rain, Spitfire, Justice, Mayhem, Defiant, Tear Break, Boston, Tear Break, New York, Tear Break, Titans, Eternal. Or should... I feel like Titans could go in the same tier as New York, I'm going to be honest.
1: Yeah, I'd be okay with
0: that. Um, so, yeah, there we go. We have, five tier, we have five tiers in North America. Nice. Honestly, though, if you could put a tier break on a team, Outlaws are the tier break. Oh, wait. Well, if Outlaws are the tier break, we can remove the tier break then, couldn't we?
1: I mean, technically.
0: I'm going to remove that tier break between Outlaws and Rain and say Outlaws are the tier break. I feel like the line is at the Outlaws. If you're able to be better than the Outlaws, then you have a shot at winning it. And if you're worse than the Outlaws, you have no hope.
1: And if you are the Outlaws,
0: flip a coin. <laughs> flip a coin, Outlaws. Maybe you'll be good. Maybe you won't. I don't know. Who knows? So I'm happy. I'm happy with these power rankings. Sounds good. You too. Fuel, Glad, Shock, Outlaws, Reign, Spitfire, Justice, Mayhem, Defiant, Uprising, New York, Titans, Paris Eternal. Nice. All right. That's it with power rankings. Now time for. North America playoffs play-in, sorry play-ins predictions. So four teams: Boston Uprising, Florida Mayhem, Washington Justice, Toronto Defiant. To so coming into this play-in bracket, this double LM play-in bracket this weekend, who who are you? Who do you think is most likely to win it? Just the just outright.
1: I think it's got to be Florida.
0: You think it's got to be Florida?
1: Was that what I was going to say? I think it's going to be Florida.
0: I think yeah. Justice are the favorites to take it, even though they didn't play this week. I feel like Justice have looked better than the other teams just in their performances recently. Because I mean, they. Did... I think
1: the last few weeks, Mayhem's looked kind of crazy.
0: Fair. I mean, so I mean, looking at this bracket, the first match is Boston, Florida. Uh, Florida takes that right. Surely, yeah, probably. I give Boston a map three-one. Is I think that yeah, I'd be okay with that three-one. And then I feel like Justice Defiant might go to five, depending on how Defiant feel. But I feel, I think Justice come out on top of that. In fact, why am I not in the just the pickums? I'm just dumb. Hang on. Wait, can I? Yeah. Uh, no, I can't even. Just kidding. Never mind. I can't. There aren't pickums for. Well, ignore me. Uh, anyways, yeah, I think Justice goes to five against Defiant, but I think Justice still win it. So then in the lower bracket, it would be Uprising, Defiant. Defiant win that, I think, also in four. I think Boston are just outclassed in this. I, I It's like, yeah, Boston, good job, you made it, but I don't think they have but- any hope of moving on. Granted, they could.
1: Punk- and they have impressed us before. They have kind of...
0: Yeah, they've had moments better
1: than we've predicted in the past, and so I I wouldn't put them completely out of it, but I definitely wouldn't put them in it. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're just there. Good job. So yeah, I would say Defiant beats Boston to move on to the losers' lower, and then Mayhem Justice. I feel like could go either way.
1: Yeah, I think because
0: um, the winner of this one, autumn the winner of this one takes the the seventh seed. But I I think that even wh- whoever loses out of Mayhem Justice I think still beats Defiance.
1: Wins the second one, yeah. I I think those two teams are the ones.
0: That... I I think Mayhem and Justice are the favorites to come out of the play-in bracket now. Their seating is like up in the air. I don't know who you know who would be the one to take it now. And when we look at the playoff bracket, okay, no, I was thinking maybe the playoff bracket would put in the teams. No, so does yeah will the round one will seeds five through eight get to pick their opponents in the first round because didn't mid-season no madness they did didn't they or was it automatically assigned i don't remember
1: i think they chose uh or no i i can't remember
0: i don't i don't um, remember so, but anyways so i
1: so it might not matter at all
0: which no, team
1: makes it, but I think those two teams are the ones that make those it. Those two
0: teams will make it. Justice and, and mayhem, I think if you place them up against any of the five through eight slots, I mean they'd be playing against the likes of Dragons, Outlaws. Dragons, Outlaws, Fusion. Dragons, Outlaws, Rain and Spitfire, I think, because I think Fusion have a worse record than those because they have a lose, they almost have a losing record. So, I, the top four should be Dragons Outlaws, Spitfire, Rain and then they will be playing from the pool of Fusion, Spark, Mayhem, Justice. So, we'll have three APAC teams. Wow, we will have th- <laughs> three of the four APAC teams are in the first round because Dynasty, the only ones that's good enough to be better than. Good job, APAC. You suck. You know your region is weird when your third place team has a negative map differential and is barely over 500.
1: That just shows uh, how much better the top two teams are. <laughs> but yeah, they, APAC was weird this year.
0: I mean, Fusion and the three seed have 11 wins. 11 wins! You know where that would put them in North America? Tenth! <laughs> If Fusion were in North America, they would barely scrape into play-ins.
1: Yeah, APAC is weird.
0: And even dragons, if you move dragons with their 23 points, I mean their 23 points would be good enough for fourth, but I mean their 18 wins. Okay. Yeah, so they'd they'd be third they'd be fourth in in NA. But like when your third best team in your region is at the same win record as the te- as the 10th the ninth team in north america i mean yeah you have less teams so it's like there's parity all over the place but yeah apac i hope you don't just mess things up in the playoffs For i sure. want some north america and a i want to see like the outlaws play the fusion i want to see you know spitfire because spitfire i've never played i want to see spitfire play the spark you know i want to see spitfire play fusion I want some good, like, cross-region matches in the playoffs.
1: Oh, if only. <laughs>
0: now nah, the script writers will make sure the bracket is lopsided so all the APAC teams just play against each other like it wasn't season. You know what I'm just
1: sad about? What? We won't get to see the Chengdu uh, Spitfire match.
0: Oh, the Silly match?
1: That would be a match. That,
0: that would be a match. That, that would... Sur- but, you know, we will hopefully get a Season 1 Grand Finals rematch. Ooh. Completely different teams. Fury will be playing against his old team, but, I mean, hey, Spitfire Fusion. We could see it. That's true. In fact, we could see repeats of... Oh, wait, no, just kidding. Titans are out of it. Ignore me. I was about to say, that we would see repeats of all the Grand Finals, but I'm like, wait, no, nope, a certain Vancouver team is not allowed, has been gate kept by multiple
1: things
0: (laughs) but anyways that is all that we've got today uh not a whole lot has happened next week i'll be covering is north america plans and then we'll do predictions for the actual playoffs because the bracket the double end bracket should be built by then of the 12 teams and we'll go through and we'll pred as much as we can Uh, Maybe some other things as well, but it'll primarily be playoff bracket predictions and North America play-in review. So, yeah. That is all from us today. Hope you enjoy the shorter week of matches.
1: Just gotta say, I don't know if it's just me, but ever since Overwatch 2 came out, our episodes have been getting shorter. Well, it's because (laughs) the
0: season's been winding down. There hasn't been as much to talk about, you know?
1: And, uh, yeah, we will see ya.
0: We'll see you next week. See ya.